Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Um, hanging out in the studio. Got co-host Nick back in the studio today. Hey, How you doing? You doing? That's okay. You just did. <laughs> you just said something in Spanish with Hola. a British accent. That's like double offensive. See, or are you trying to do Australian? See, it almost sounded a little southern a bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've tried, you know, the British accent, and I, well, that, that's what I was going for. But then I realized it was Australian. Exactly. So, so, so uh, the the third voice you hear is, is Miss uh, Jessica Hummerkaus, a uh, good friend of ours. If speaking of Spanish, Hello. we had a lot of fun back in high school <laughs> Spanish class. Oh she yeah, did. she gave me all my answers. <laughs> I, so. I was always a smart person. Like yeah. everyone wanted to cheat off of me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the meteorologist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, we're stoked to have uh, Jessica in. She is part of the 99th and Main podcast based out of Anderson, which is really cool. I was on it uh, a couple of episodes ago, yeah. and it was a whole lot of fun. I mean, it was it was it's a super simple setup, which is what I love about podcasting now. So anyone can do it anywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it, it was it was just so much fun. And it's great to have that sort of local attention. Brought to Anderson. Um, so how did you get involved in that? So my uncle, um, he is really good friends with um, an Anderson local, Randy Willis. He's the, I guess, the main guy who kind of brought the podcast together. He used to do a radio show for a while, and he's very political. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of asked me to come on and, like, you know, do some weather here or there and yeah. uh, give forecasts. And so, you know, give him little updates about different things so like last week i did the blizzard of 78 we went over that that was pretty interesting so just you know that's it just Very once a nice. week it's like a half an hour so nothing too deep there's you know a, a yeah. few little um things here just really opinionated yeah. uh, guys yeah, <laughs> i know you yeah, met yeah. them so. yeah yeah no yeah no they're super cool it was uh it was a uh very welcoming environment it was a lot of fun um now uh i did so you you were talking about you said you guys were talking about the blizzard of 78 last night um out uh out at kettle top um mm-hmm. there was a guy standing outside and i was talking to someone about you know uh getting some snow we hadn't had in a while and guys this guy just goes you guys alive in the blizzard of 78? I'm like, <laughs> not quite. No, no, I wasn't, sir. And he goes, tell you what, if, if I, when I say that you could dig a fucking tunnel, you could dig a tunnel. And I'm like, cool. That's like, exactly what they were saying last week. My <laughs> uncle was like, was there, it, there was no, I don't think it was your uncle. Either side. It oh, wasn't. Well, no. my uncle, what? What? I was just saying, that guy, I don't think that guy was your uncle. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. my uncle was saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he was like, he's, we didn't have, we didn't see a car for four days. And it's like, he's like, luckily we just bought a snowmobile. And I was like, sweet. Yeah, cool. I'm going to go back inside. How drunk is this guy? Huh? Probably not. Probably, I'm probably exaggerating, but it was just, uh, that was definitely the way he was going about <laughs> talking about it. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's crazy to think about because that was... Um, something that even though we didn't experience, it's something that we all know about. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The blizzard of 78. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how weather takes that. It, they're landmarks. Like, oh, it's, like it's what, weather events are landmarks. That you would, you know, if if it happened to you, you're always going to remember it. Like, I don't know if you guys remember back in high school when we had the ice storm. Yes. yes. And we were out of school for like a week. So, and yeah. no power. It was yeah. crazy. This isn't necessarily a weather event, but does anybody remember the earthquake that was in Kentucky? It was like uh, we were probably in the seventh or eighth grade. Early in the morning, right? Um, yeah, I believe so. Yes. It was like a five point or like a like it, it was bigger than what normally happens in that area. Mm-hmm. If anything happens in that area, and um, I thought a plane flew over our house. Yeah, I'll, I thought something I'll, crazy happened. I will too. never <laughs> forget it. I, I will never forget this because it was like a. It was like what the fuck? Like what was that? It was kind of like a, almost a PTSD type of thing. Like I've never felt that. I'm gonna remember that. My my trophies. One of them fell off my um, uh, mm-hmm. a shelf that was pretty high. My TV slid. It was on uh, like wheels, and I was like, "What was kind crazy. of plane is that?" <laughs> I ran outside. I was like, "Is there a plane about to fall, like crash or something?" And I turned on the news, and they and they said there. That, that that it was an aftershock. We felt it all the way mm-hmm. up in uh, Indiana. So I remember hearing about this, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember feeling it. Oh, and I, now, now I, I very well may have like I don't know been not been around at that well, time. I think like, it was early in the morning, like four or five o'clock in the morning. We were probably sleeping. Oh no! So no, no, no. I was woken up. You don't remember? No, oh, this, this not was for not you? in the morning. Okay, this, this was, was okay. something different it, for me. It then. was daylight outside. Oh, okay. Like, oh wow! It, but it was still morning. It was probably like eleven, oh. like ele- like ten or eleven. Okay. And I, I mean, I vividly remember this. Like, it happened yesterday. I'll never forget it. And um, Interesting. Yeah. It, 
I if you go and Google it, it's I don't know that it would talk about it because it was just a tremor. Yeah. But if you like Google Kentucky earthquakes, I'm I'm sure it says something sure. about it. How I mean, how often? Does well, I, I'm happen? sure there's probably a record. I would assume that like, you know, whatever. Oh uh, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. I, I'm sure they probably have a record. The USGS. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Is that considered like? Is that the Geological weather? Society? Yes. Yeah. It's not weather. Um, I took a few geology classes, like geology. as part of my curricula. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's interesting for sure. But it's yeah. it's not technically weather. But um, a lot sure. of people, since they're related, mm-hmm. can, you know, put them together. So, but. so uh, just to like let everyone uh, know that that you actually <laughs> went to school for meteorology. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. And um, had had you ever did you have like aspirations of like working in in broadcasting or mm-hmm. or were you looking into like you know being in in the real research i i mean like not that that's not real yeah. research but like more of the, the the study side of things so i went back and forth a lot actually when i first so i decided around like 16 that's what i wanted to do Pretty um cool. yeah so i actually i was always fascinated by the weather i always wanted to watch like the meteorologist on tv and stuff randy allis and is my dude randy allis is awesome i actually worked with him for a little really while. yeah that is awesome. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. um i did an internship he's awesome he, yeah, he's so nice that's great um, but he, he's a really good guy but uh no i remember um how i got into meteorology was i was traveling with my aunt and um, she had lived out in oklahoma texas um for many years and we were here in indiana we were visiting my grandmother we were driving home and it was you know the weather was kind of getting bad and she was getting kind of antsy and um as we were getting closer to home we noticed um you know just a few a few people like stopped on the side of the road and like my aunt like she's she's real like you met my uncle it's her sister um or his sister (laughs) 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 um so she's she's out there also and she's like what the hell are all these people doing? Like, this is crazy. We need to get the hell home. And like, she like starts driving fast. And I was like, what's going on? She's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. Just, we got to get home. And so I'm like, what is going on? Like, I want to yeah. know. She was like, that's a funnel cloud over there. <laughs> she was like, it's going to drop a tornado. And I don't want to be part of this because she's like lived through tornadoes. Oh, sure, like, her yeah. neighborhood yeah. was hit by a tornado. Um, so she's terrified, like trying to get me home at like, you know, 10, 11 years old. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we get home and finally she like explains it a little bit more to me and she's like, those crazy people were out there watching the storms. They want to see tornadoes. They're crazy. You know? <laughs> oh, like, that's just oh, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So from there, I just, I developed an interest. Like I said, I was watching channel eight all the time. Um, anytime there was like severe weather, I'm glued to the TV. I'm looking outside yeah. and my mom's like, get inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, so. I can relate to that. I definitely, you know, have a fascination with, you know, storms and stuff. And, um, you know, growing up in the country, it's one of those things that as a kid, they can be, mm-hmm. you know, freaky. Oh, and like, Especially yeah. out in the country where oh, you're at. Oh, it's yeah. This, it's like a different animal well, out there. Well, you can see everything. Yeah, we had those giant 8 by 10 picture windows at one point that... <laughs> you know, have been changed a little bit now, but those giant windows, it's like, oh, hope nothing comes through this. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's a giant hole in the side of the house, if so. Um, But yeah, no, it's a, but still, I enjoy to this day going out and standing outside, Mm -hmm. you know, in a thunderstorm or something, just, you know, just kind of watching it all, you know, the just the Mm -hmm. kineticism of all the stuff moving around and coming together it's crazy it's crazy yeah so, if you guys ever want to go you know on a little storm chase just let me what? know yes yeah. i'm yeah, down sure? i'm definitely down okay. holy right. shit we're, yeah. we're we'll have to make a roadcast well, out of it but first That's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. <laughs> is your favorite movie twister so everyone everyone <laughs> asked me this and you know what I, I do like twister but watching it back like now after oh, going course, to school you, i'm like oh my gosh science. are you serious yeah, exactly. but it's actually interesting to see like you know the radars they were using at the yeah. time and like how in the hell could they possibly yeah. go find a, a tornado with, with, with this that. shitty radar right. like, <laughs> i don't understand but yeah, it's yeah. awesome that they, yeah. they did and yeah. it was i mean it's based off of sure. true true events and research so so then geostorm is your favorite movie i've never seen it <laughs> if, oh, it's, you, if it's something you, crazy like it's, it's like sharknado yeah, i, I was can't about do to well, say. it's <laughs> It's not like Sharknado. Um, like what it is is like the weather gets really out of control on its own, and they create this system, uh, and it's like in space, mm-hmm. and the system is consisted of all these little pods, and these little pods, um, there's like a, a field around the Earth. It's not the electromagnetic field. Like mm-hmm. they, it's, it's a created field that they have, and these pods go into this 
um, field. I don't, I'm not sure what it's made out of, but once it hits it, it like, it's supposed to calm the weather down and it, and it does. Okay. But what happens is a terrorist <laughs> gets a hold of the system. They, they, they hack the system and they use it to create these crazy storms. Like, I mean, lightning that is literally like a laser just beaming down. It, it, it doesn't go back mm-hmm. up. It just, it goes like forever destroying things. Um, crazy hurricanes and earthquakes uh, just all kinds of stuff so they basically use the weather as a weapon. right right yeah. which a lot of people you know believe that kind yeah. of thing oh you too, mean heart so. yeah oh. <laughs> i've heard of it how do you how do you yeah. feel about that um so it's really hard for me to just because you know based off everything that i've learned and just from that like science background it's hard for me to um believe a lot of that i don't i don't think it's not like it it couldn't be true or it couldn't happen um but like when people like when we had the three three hurricanes a couple years back yeah including the maria that hit puerto rico Mm -hmm. um you know people are like oh this is this is you know engineered by man or you know this is because of climate change which i would i would more on you know favor on the side of the climate change um part of it but um it's just difficult for me because that is a natural that's something natural that happens um yes it was crazy we've never seen it before but we've also never seen these kind of temperatures and sure um these kind of extremes before i mean mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. humans we haven't seen mm-hmm. it sure. I mean, but it's happened this it's a it's a natural cycle climate change right yeah you know um it's just intensified because yeah. we're we're helping <laughs> yeah right. oh yeah absolutely I, um, I just read yeah. something today that scientists are worried about the jet stream it's like mm. plus 800 miles per hour and mm-hmm. in, in in some portions um and i think where we're at in the united states it's like plus 200 miles per hour the uh, jet stream is and i, I didn't really under like read mm-hmm. why they were worried about it but um uh, apparently it's it's a big deal to some people yeah um i haven't read that i would love to see that article um the jet stream, um, it changes throughout the course of our season. So it goes down a little bit more southern um, in certain parts of the year and then, you know, a little bit more northern. So um, <clears throat> the the speed of the jet stream um, controls our weather patterns and where the systems move. So if it's faster, then it's going to be able to move different systems along quicker and create oh, more okay. more of a problem. So that that's a factor that goes into severe storms. And so so when so when we're looking at like a map that we're being shown, like it's 11 o'clock, Randy Aulis is like mm-hmm. showing us these <laughs> pressures coming in. That kind of dividing line there is the jet stream that is kind of causing pressures to clash and potentially so cause... The jet stream isn't something that... Um, you would typically see like on um, okay. a local weather station it's um the speeds that are aloft high up in the air okay um that that kind of guide huge systems so what you're seeing like on the like on the weather when you're watching watching the news that's just um cold fronts or warm fronts moving through uh, so okay. um it it's similar. I understand why yeah, you're yeah. coming from, but yeah, the jet stream kind of just guides those systems yeah, I, along. I, when it comes to weather, like I am, am quite elementary. So, oh, please, uh, <laughs> no. That's but why at you're least here. You know, yeah, no, no, at no. least you've heard of the jet stream. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. No, actually, I thought it was a bus. Um, <laughs> I don't. That was dumb. I, but um, I so okay. And and one of the other things, I'm glad you brought up storm chasing because you have some storm chasing experience, correct? Yes. Um, what like is there anything off the top of your dome that you're just like this is the craziest shit that like that ever seen... happened to me? Oh, or, yeah. Or as far as storm chasing goes, as far yeah, I mean probably the craziest thing ever. <laughs> um, so I I've been out to Tornado Alley quite a few times. Um, the first was when I was in college. We went on a on a, a team kind of thing um, with eight students and two professors we went out and stayed for a whole month and just stayed in hotels and woke up the next day and traveled along um and i i saw quite a few storms there but the the craziest one was back in 2015 um i went with a few of my friends we went out um we were actually heading towards kansas and we ended up in colorado and um we thought we were gonna have a bust which which basically means like you know you're getting into position you've done all this work you know something's gonna happen in this spot yeah. and it doesn't happen oh like, man so you, you wasted all this time yeah. and money um but we thought that's what was gonna happen so we were like you know let's just go over to colorado 
hang out over there for a little while. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the sky, and I'm like, oh, shit. No, <laughs> keep going. Like, we're going to see something. So oh, we speed up. and. Um, so where at in Colorado, if you this don't mind is, me? Um, so this is in the, before you get to the Rockies, just like the eastern portion of oh. Colorado. Actually, that's where I've seen the most So like east of ever. Denver? Really? Mm-hmm. Like east of yep. Denver. Okay. So wow. like, because um, we, we drove out there a few years ago mm-hmm. and, and from mm-hmm. the, uh, obviously from the east. But uh, yeah, as it's very plain. It's yes. it's plains and yep. you can see and right until you get to the Rockies. Yeah, right until you get yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, once you get to within mm-hmm. like thirty miles of Denver, then then you're like, oh my god, that's not just a horizon. Those are giant, massive yeah. mountains. But yeah, it's very flat out there mm-hmm. uh, in the eastern part of Colorado. Yeah, that's why we that's why we get storms there is because yeah. of the Rocky Mountains. Um, but um, we were out there, and again, it was me and three of my friends, and I we're we're starting to see funnels and it's just starting to pop off kind of crazy um we're we're heading north and when you're storm chasing the rule of thumb is to head north then east then north and east essentially following a storm because that's typically the pattern of where the storm is going oh yeah um so so we're heading north and there's a tornado that we see maybe about a mile away to our to our northeast and it starts heading west so it's it, crazy stuff's happening like oh shit like we can't move because if we if we continue forward north yeah we're gonna we're gonna hit yeah well at the same time there's a tornado over to the west also but it's it's fine because it's heading it's we're out of its way essentially so it's yeah. kind of Colorado. Behind, yes it's behind us and then as we're sitting there kind of just waiting for the storm that's going west to pass um we get some spin up right above us. Like, I mean, right above the car and it's hailing like hard. <laughs> we had rented a car. We, anytime that we go out West, we rent a car. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, take out all the insurance that we oh, can. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and um, it starts handling like, shit, this is going to crack the windshield. Oh, my <laughs> it didn't, gosh. Um, but it was getting, it was getting scary and the funnel was coming down on us. I mean, it was, we could see it within, I don't know, like, 30 feet off of the ground at this point and we're like shit's about to get crazy so we had to go forward and get as close to the tornado passing in front of us as possible until it finally went away and it was it was just crazy because out of all the times that I've been and you know you can never be 100% accurate and safe because they're unpredictable unpredictable. yeah yeah. Yeah. so it's an act of God you know what I mean like it's one of those things that you know it could it, it could be a mile away. Or it mm-hmm. could drop drop on your head. Like is that's it an insane. act of God? Huh? <laughs> Was it created? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I had BJ pull that up. Oh, okay, okay. This is what they it. were talking about. So I wasn't sure if it was like changing over time, like, and it was staying that way, or if it. Like just this storm or these storms that it's bringing, and if it was just this one time. Yeah, it looks like a a one time kind of thing. Does um, this I happen mean, often? Every once in a while, yes. Um, I think the location of it is a little odd, um, just because of um, the the way that it's moving. So typically, the jet stream kind of has these like troughs and 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 dips in them. And what we're seeing here is just it's very linear. If you see that, so it is a little strange. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like point A to point B. Like yeah, it's not even yeah. like moving around. Yeah. It's just boom, right there. Yeah. Yeah, so you would normally see like troughs and valleys to the jet stream yeah. all the way around the globe, and that looks pretty, yeah, pretty linear. It's kind of yeah. strange. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But but the the speed and picking up that's something that happens often, especially okay. when we're in transition seasons. So when we're going from fall to winter, winter mm. to spring, that makes you'll sense. see gotcha. you'll see um, a lot of changes in the jet stream. That's why we get the severe weather that we get in those times. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So with with knowing what you know. How difficult, like if if we had the technology and the means to control weather, how difficult would it really be to to? Because I mean, would it would it be controllable to the sense we could pinpoint exactly where we want it, or would it be controllable in the sense that we know we can create this, we just don't know where? I think we probably do have the technology for that. Um, hmm. Not not anything that I've seen, but I'm sure, just saying, sure. just in general. I mean, like think about what what elon musk has done right yeah. i mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. well i mean it was the the guy from uh i can't remember his name but he's from that uh that british car show um uh he actually had a 
um, thing where it might have even been NASA had essentially a mm-hmm. machine that made clouds. Yeah, oh, cloud seeding yeah. is a real thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, so, and, you know. So that doesn't affect, like, I mean, if if it normally doesn't rain as much in one area and mm-hmm. these clouds have been made and they continue to create and there's more rain in these areas than normal, and does that affect other areas since this ecosystem normally doesn't have as much rain or, like, it cools it down or warms it up? or? So I think, I think the whole reason... Um, that they do cloud seeding is for places. I mean, this is, I don't know what they're doing with it, you know, right now and what they've come to do with it. Allegedly. But, right. But what they're, what they're, you know, uh, air quotes Quote doing unquote, with it, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is to supply rainfall to places with bad drought or, uh, you know, p- places that are prone to that. So, like, for instance, like, if Australia is on fire. Right. Yeah. But what happened? We didn't, I don't no. see any cloud seeding like that. Yeah. No. And that, that, yeah. That's yeah. kind yeah. of a wonder. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. If they so, can yeah. do that, why are they not doing it? Yeah. Right. And I don't know if that has something to do with it actively. It was actively on fire. So the technique um, is either from the ground or from air mm-hmm. um, to seed the clouds. But um, so I don't know if, if that was a factor in it. I, I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into any yeah. of that. Um, I would be interested in learning a little bit more about why they weren't attempting that um if that's no i know that that um it's not something that's widespread and something that they've um apparently as of you know the last couple of years not something they have been able to um manipulate to the point where they can say hey rain right here it's more it's more of a kind of um a learning process at this point but um okay yeah actually can you uh put the same thing into duck duck go and see what the response is um, into the search engine DuckDuckGo. This is kind of a... So we just asked Google um, if NASA has the ability to develop clouds, and and Google is telling us that no, they do not have the ability to do that, that the footage that we saw um, was actually them testing uh, a rocket. <laughs> he put, he put Dyke Duck. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I had, he, I had to see. <laughs> well, one of our uh, uh, another podcast that we have is uh, uh, Dyke Michaels um, is 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 the comedian that does that. So I have a, I have a feeling that there's a pre <laughs> there's a predisposition for his computer to use that. Let's see if let's see if this is any different. Actually, the um, person who um, developed the idea for cloud seeding was Kurt Vonnegut's brother. Mm. Yeah, I forget his first name. Interesting. <laughs> but, in the 40s at some point so it's yeah. meteorology is a relatively new science when we talk about you know other sciences mm-hmm. yeah um, so we're still learning a lot about it but um, oh sure yeah i mean i like i said i think we have the technology and the you know money for sure to be able to do something like this um to say you know manipulate weather in a certain area mm-hmm. i just i haven't seen anything that tells me um, with like extreme weather and, and things that are happening that's like, yeah, that's probably manipulation because I can see it being naturally like naturally occurring. So so the claim for harp is that they use lasers to mm-hmm. manipulate how how would that work? I don't know. I've well, so that's one thing that I've always tried to understand. Yeah. Um just, you know, from a a functionality standpoint, I don't I don't see how it could Yeah. Now happen. it's from a layman. Let me tell you how it works. Okay. What had happened is what had happened happened was when the laser hits the electromagnetic field, it creates these ions. And these ions are, are, are what create storms, right? Um, it's what creates rain, essentially. Okay. Yeah. So, like, based on, and apparently with the lasers, it is controllable because they can, because there's coordinates for, um, like, the electromagnetic <laughs> grid. There's actual points of intersection that that they can pinpoint and whatnot um but it apparently has something to do with the lasers hitting electromagnetic field and it creating ions in those areas and then those ions are somehow manipulated that i don't i don't mm-hmm. know much more about but that's the that, Act, that's the theory actually my father-in-law worked at dupont and they were working on Ooh. things like that Just he so. actually started his own company with lasers it's he's a he's a doctor philosophy of chemistry um, he's retired, started his own companies using lasers to manipulate agriculture to be grown mm-hmm. inside by doing lasers. So, yeah, 
So he told me. Wow, all, he told me. He told me all about. I tried as to get above, him, so below, my friend. Yeah, I tried to get yeah. him on the show, but he just wanted. To, he was so anti-Trump. I just didn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> the coolest guest I could have had, and he just. I was like, I, I'm not doing a show this week. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that. Yeah. No. That. That would definitely be super interesting. Um. The. Uh, uh, let's see. What. What was the. Um, oh, something I was reading about last week. Uh, uh, kind of along those same lines is, is direct energy weapons. Have you heard of these mm, at yes, all? Yes. Um, the, there are some some photos that you that you could find. Actually, t- t- if you wouldn't mind typing that in, DEWs or direct energy weapons. They are allegedly. I mean, there's there. We should just call this podcast allegedly, just to <laughs> just, <laughs> just to save our ass. Like uh, subtitle allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Uncle Buck's house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, allegedly that's what they call it. Um it, yeah, uh um so so direct energy weapons they tend to be um the, the photos that I've seen almost look like something it looks like something out of a science fiction film. Mm-hmm. Like um like almost just like a uh yeah, like the some people said they saw them in the California fires. Um, oh really? Uh, go to images on that. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of these are very exaggerated and clearly right. photoshopped, but um, <laughs> like, yeah, essentially, it's just like a, a direct energy, like a laser, mm-hmm. you know, being shot from mm-hmm. from I don't know, call it a, a drone, a plane, or mm-hmm. a s- satellite or whatever. But they essentially would be like that one right there. That's kind of yeah, that, where your cursor is. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Like that's kind of what um i had seen like i don't obviously this is allegedly but you know that there were parts of the california wire wildfires where mm-hmm. the land around um homes was burned but the homes themselves were not hmm. and it's like how can a how can you how can a fire be that you know like that kind of um is another that, thing that i'd like a tornado fire yeah so this is it's yeah not okay i guess it is a, a tornado yeah. like that's what people call it but yeah. yeah essentially it's just you know um the weather conditions at the time yeah. are appropriate enough to kind of create a vortex and it, there's fire it also. just happened to yeah. use the fire yeah that, that that makes sense um but yeah so that's uh that's pretty crazy as well i mean like i mean essentially nikola tesla learned how to or had the theory for how to manipulate the energy in the air around us yeah. To be harnessed for energy. And if that is something that a quote unquote, you know, eccentric person in the twenties can can mm-hmm. come up with, imagine, you know oh, that is a crazy picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, imagine what, you know, you could come up with if you had the scientific ingenuity of um you know, I hate to say it, uh, but you know, Nazi Germany were incredible scientists, which is why following World War II, they, they were, were essentially drafted. Operation Paperclip sent Nazis into Russia and the Western Europe and the United States, and They're, they turned. We ended up with not with NASA. I was going to say they went from Nazi scientists to American scientists, mm-hmm. so yeah. it wasn't like they were killed. It was well, like, yeah, they, yeah. All, they were all accepted to come yeah. here. Yeah. And yeah. Work hey, for us. we know that you guys <laughs> did some bad things, yeah. but. We're not going to put you in jail like we do everybody else. <laughs> We're going to pay you a lot of money yeah. to do some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some cool stuff for yeah, us to absolutely. help us out. Um, but yeah. No, I mean, I think that with what you're saying, I, like I said, I think it's definitely possible. Um, but when you say, you know, they're they're doing, I don't even know, like the, <laughs> the whole thing you said, but like lasers and um, creating the ions and, and, you know, potentially creating, you know, different weather events. Like for a storm, like hurricane or tornado, there are so many factors that go into making that. I mean, endless factors yeah. that oh, just sure. to create the perfect yeah. storm, you have to have so many factors. So yeah, great pun by the way. What's that? Perfect, perfect storm. storm. Oh. Yeah, great. That's pun, your by favorite the way. movie. That's yeah. what it is. I, that's that's it I like that one. I do like yeah. that one. Yeah. Um. So it, it would just take a little bit more convincing for me, but I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. That's all I need to know. Yeah. There you go. It's not impossible. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Tell me, there's a chance. <laughs> Um, so, and, and this is super off topic off what we were talking about, but it's something that I wanted to bring up, uh, earlier. Um, so, uh, I think the three of us actually sat in a row, right? In, uh, in Spanish, <laughs> because I remember, cause I think that I know you, you sat, for sure in front, sat behind me at some point. Yes. I said, you sat in front, you were in the middle and I was in the back yeah. and, and at certain points it would get quiet in class. And all I would hear <laughs> is Jesse going, 
on her phone. She was seriously the fastest oh, typer so fast. I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm not anymore, life. though. This is, this is like 2006. T9. T9, baby. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. Look, when I saw her, I, I didn't know that that was possible until I saw her do it. Yes. And my right? life changed. I At was first, like, oh. I thought, I thought there was a damn squirrel somewhere, just like what the hell. And then, and then I saw both of her thumbs uh, under under her desk, and and then I just hear looking straight ahead. Teacher doesn't even yes. have a chance. Yes. And no one would even think like the teachers would no, not think I was no. doing anything oh. bad. I, I was such a teacher. She's pet. just sitting there watching class, not even like. And then she has the mental fortitude to just. And I'm just like, all right. I just had to. I just had to throw out those like high school props for for like being able to text. And then I remember you were the first person I ever saw Nick with the uh, phone that flips open on the side. That's right. I was like, oh, what? Fancy. So so funny story. The like, envy. Yeah, exactly. The, the, envy. the LG I Envy. LG I don't remember envy. that one. Oh man, it was Can, the first BJ. Uh, we pulled a picture that it LG was like envy? a candy bar phone, oh. and it, it was the first phone that like flipped up to a QWERTY keyboard. But then oh. they made it to where it slid up, and that was the dope one. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you had okay. the slit. I- the I had chocolate both of phone, them. right? Is that what you said? Well, no, it's I it's, had that one. It's like the chocolate phone, okay. but it slides uh, like um, long gotcha. ways. Okay, okay. Yeah. So here's a picture of the LG MV. Oh, yeah. It came in that burnt orange, dude. <laughs> Is that the one you had? I think I had. You had the silver one, yeah, though. I, yeah, I had the yeah. silver one. So I, about like six years ago, <laughs> before I was diving in, like six, seven years ago, before I dove into the, um, well, I guess it's more like 10 at this point, before I got an iPhone, I was still looking around for a new phone I wanted. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to go vintage. <laughs> and I wanted to get one of those LG Envies. I had that one, too. So I found one on eBay for like, 12 bucks yeah and i'm like i'm like yes oh yeah exactly and and so i'm like yeah yeah that silver one right there with the black face and uh and i'm like yes i'm gonna get it i got it and uh it didn't come with a charging cable and i couldn't find one anywhere (laughs) they didn't make those um charging cables for that yeah so uh, i was pretty upset put it in a museum yeah (laughs) right there is there a cell phone museum there should be they have an ice cream museum. I my uh, I was saw on Instagram. A shout out to Jackson Copeland. Uh, he uh, went to the ice cream museum. I think. Do I they like, serve it? Uh, hopefully, I don't they think better. you're allowed to have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're allowed. I'm going. Yeah, if you go to the children's museum, but they serve you, ice cream. Yeah, but you can't touch anything. I mean, you're not going to go lick an ice cream that's I sitting think in the middle. like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yes. kind of thing. Going I want to try right not different everything. ice creams. Okay, let's think about this logistically, Nick. Do you think anything in an ice cream place would at all be able to be touched or licked without melting everywhere and causing a huge issue? Same thing with Willy Wonka. It would never work. It could be a museum full of ice cream machines. You know how pissed off I would be if I walk into a, a building full of ice cream machines, but they have nothing as far as putting stuff in the machines to make ice cream, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big deal. <laughs> it's very upset me, right you now. You don't get me all worked up <laughs> for right. ice cream. All right, man. I'm not- sorry. Christ. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Santa Ana, California, 2800 North Main Street. Go check out the uh, cell phone museum. The cell oh. phone museum. Hey. Everything. Our new sponsor, Santa Ana, California. That's yeah. the Santa Ana Winds. We're yeah. talking about all kinds of other stuff. There today. we are, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, the Santa Ana Winds were actually kind of blowing through LA when I was there back in 2012. Yeah, they were bizarre. Like I'm just trying to like walk down the street and it's like, <laughs> it's like what? Oh, wow! I didn't like, know yeah. the winds were that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, they can be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, there are That's times where like the fires a lot of times. Yeah. Also, while I was there, kind of a funny weather story. They had a winter storm in Los Angeles while I was there. Do you know what qualifies as a winter storm in Los Angeles? <laughs> Rain. Under. <laughs> uh, uh, between zero and a half inch of precipitation, and temperatures below fifty degrees. Oh my god! Is what they call a Those winter poor storm. Babies. So they had a winter storm Aww. in January. I had shorts on. Walking like through the airport. It's nice here. I'm like, yeah, it's January. <laughs> and it's like, uh, and then I'm like, this isn't going to cause an issue with traffic. No. Some jerk in his Porsche hydroplane on the 405 <laughs> knocked out four of the seven lanes of traffic. I remember my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that accent. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just, you know, oh, well. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty insane. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, Southern California, I mean, talk about crazy. California is literally, I mean, it takes up basically an entire coast, but like you get everything in California. Yeah. You know, you have the like winter up in Big Bear, you've got, you know, SoCal Sun, and then earthquakes and the rest of it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Grassland. Yeah. Massive agricultural. Yep. (laughs) Businesses. Lots of grass. All the grass. Uh. Um, no mowing though. We don't. We don't yeah. mow grass there. No, 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 no. Also, okay. Also, they don't have grass like in the southern parts yeah. of the state to even mow. So I've always. <laughs> I don't think they need mowers up there at all. <laughs> yeah, not not at all. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, so I've always found it odd how people in the Midwest, like it's entertainment in the Midwest to mow your lawn. I people hate it. look forward. Not me to mowing the lawn. I absolutely hate mowing. The There's lawn. An, there are industries around. <laughs> Like I paid a kid to mow my yard for a year. Yeah. That's how much I I was spending thirty bucks a week. Do you know how much that hurt? And it hurt so much That's that I lot. kept paying him because <laughs> mowing the yard hurts even worse. That's how bad. Yeah. It's, well, it's it's one of those things that like you know I guess everyone wants a clean yard, but you know I I feel like it's a great opportunity to build your local economy. There are some great people that go around and and they mow lawns. You know people don't have to you don't have to block out your entire Sunday to you know mow your lawn. <laughs> I mean I guess I tend to enjoy it. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. Maybe I just need to agree with myself that I enjoy mowing the lawn and I'm feel old for it. That's a therapy that's okay. session. For I you. think it is. I think I just had a breakthrough. <laughs> you, you guys. feel how you want to feel. Yeah. 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 You, mow, you mow that lawn all Sunday. You have a good time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's my yeah that's yeah, yeah no it's it's one of it's weird though people in the midwest do get real hype about yeah. mowing their lawn I'm, and they get mad if like your neighbors if the neighbor isn't doing a good oh, job yeah. they're and pissed. if there are governments and devoted if, to and it and if their lines are not crisp oh, <laughs> don't even if you mow me a yard that has uneven lines that calls for an ass whooping this so is the midwest if this son. kid that you're paying 30 dollars isn't isn't doing the lines right you're gonna no th- i don't care oh okay I okay give two shits about lines honestly okay. um Unless I do it. If I do it, then... And that's why it takes me so long. Because I have to... It, it has to be straight. Yeah, because he has to, to wait for it to grow again so he can cut it right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I, I don't know how you would go back over. I mean, can, can you mow grass and then go back over it with lines? I guess those are just yeah. tire lines. Yeah, they're tire lines, essentially. Yeah. Would you even need the mower on for that? Yeah, you do. <laughs> do it, you? Do, it doesn't work the same. Doesn't? No, because the grass isn't cut. Like it works because the grass is cut and you can see. Well, the no, line. I'm talking about after the fact. I'm talking about you mowed the lawn. No, you're I not happy with mowing. it. You know how do you fix yeah, it? Yeah, but the but I. I what do you have a, like a giant etch a sketch of your yard? <laughs> I use a push mower, so like the push mower, it if if it's on, it moves on its own. I don't yeah. have to push as much. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twenty twenty, man. <laughs> Who wants to push a damn mower? Now they have robotic mowers. You can just it's 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 like the um like the Roombas. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> a Roomba that's a mower. It's yes. called a rower. Uh, really? I don't know, probably. <laughs> it's really close. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like so. to get one of those. I wonder how that works. Like a Loomba. Like what if a it just goes Roomba? into somebody else's yard and just starts mowing the yard? <laughs> yeah, or yeah, what if a squirrel just like runs in front of it? Or, just gonna, oh gosh. You know? It's just like gonna happen in itself. You are dark. I know. That's no, <laughs> I mean, just what about just, a rose bush? Like, oh, what if it goes over a rose bush? No, you jump straight to murdering a squirrel. Well, no, I'm talking about something that would run in front of it quickly and maybe not like it doesn't have a human response to stop. You know what I mean? Unless Tesla made it. That, oh, yeah, I'd be fine. Yeah, have you, guys, have you yeah. driven a Tesla? No. Have you? Yeah. Ah, it was awesome. Was it dope? <laughs> nice. Mean, my, my boyfriend wanted to try one out. So like we took it and they gave us like 30 minutes. They were yeah. like. Here, just push it on, like turn it on, and they didn't tell us anything else, so we had to figure it out. It was kind of scary, but yeah, it's amazing. I see. What I love most about the Teslas is that they have like Easter eggs. Like, like you can put it in chess like a, mode, like and, a game. Yeah, and, and you can play chess with your Tesla if you. What? It, yeah, if you know how to like that. There's some sort of code you have to put in. And on the big screen, I think it's if you like, and there are like little things you have to you have to like turn your. Like windshield wipers on, you have to turn the heat to three and like do this other little Easter egg and then it'll pop up a chessboard and you control one side and your car computer controls the mm. other and it plays chess with you if you're in traffic or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Tesla's trying to make it people smarter. It just speeds up like effortlessly. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I want to feel. Yeah. I want to feel that acceleration. It's, it's, there's nothing like I it. I was right beside a Tesla and I have a 2007 Impala that's got mm-hmm. like 200,000 miles on it. So when I... <laughs> 
accelerate, the car still stays in the same spot. And then yeah. it gradually starts to go. <laughs> no, I saw the Tesla and then it was gone. It's crazy. I didn't see it. Like it was I, nowhere in my peripherals at all. I couldn't see it at all. That that seems it's, scary. And if the wrong person gets behind that. Yeah. I've seen like people. <laughs> I've seen people on scooters not be able to handle those because of the acceleration. <laughs> Imagine a Tesla. Yeah, That's, it's it's wild, but it's there's nothing like it. I, it's crazy. I can't even describe it. You get you just need to do a test drive or something to see. What yeah, it's no, like. I I need to walk in there with a the suit and be like, give me your best one. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna test drive it first. Yeah, buddy of mine had a had a Tesla and it got stolen. It oh, Immediately really? became an Edison. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not my joke. It's I like an old it. hack joke. I like Just it. thought it worked. <laughs> it it did. It so, worked really good. Yeah. I was literally going to question you like a Tesla getting stolen? I, yeah. That doesn't even happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, <laughs> ask the American government. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I think it was JP Morgan actually that, that ran the article that that made him that demonized him and called him an eccentric and I mean he did fall because, in love with a pigeon because I mean, JP Morgan financed <laughs> Thomas Edison's yeah. uh, creations. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually was uh, the one who financed the uh, building of a metered power system, which mm-hmm. which as soon as they could meter it, then they could charge for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and Tesla's like, ah, I just have all this free energy. You guys can just have it. And he's like, no, nope. So speaking about that, how much energy is above us that we can harness? Um, it depends on the situation. So like in in the event of a severe storm, um, there is up to 2,500 to 3,000 joules of energy per, you know. So we have, there, there's a lot of energy in certain areas. But like if, if we're if we're talking about just an everyday kind of situation, no storms, no um, instability, it's not too much. It could be zero. Um, but in the, in the event of severe weather, that's when you start to see more volatile atmosphere uh, okay. tendencies and more energy. So that's one of the things that you look for when you're storm chasing is CAPE, convective yeah. available potential energy. And that's ah. just the, the amount of um, potential energy that you have yeah. for, for the storm. And the larger, the better chances that you have for... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What does one jewel, like, what would you compare one jewel to? I, I don't even know. An annoying ass, even... an annoying ass college kid. That's like what a, I would like say. Like a calorie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a bad time for a vape joke. I don't know why. I tried to throw that in there. A jewel. Yeah. I just got that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I probably shouldn't have commented on it. People would be like, nah, oh yeah, you're right. It did suck. Uh no, but no, that's crazy though. So so Cape, you said what does it mean again? Convective available potential energy. Convective available potential energy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, like, is that why it's like Cape Canaveral? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's just you know the the, yeah, <laughs> the that was location a reach. geography. That was a reach. You're on a roll, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not do, not doing great. <laughs> um. So let's see. So you you've had so um when that you said you got out of that like I mean obviously you're sitting here you got out of that tornado situation yes. so so that tornado like. <laughs> Drops. <laughs> so, so that tornado just straight like drop you said within 30 it's harp harp created another one so so uh so you said you had to hurry up and, and get and get out of the way of it did so did it pull on the car at all like um, th- that would be the craziest thing to me is if i'm driving all of a sudden i feel my car lift up off the ground mm-hmm. Immediate Browns. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't feel any lift, but it definitely shook the car yeah. pretty oh pretty my hard. God. Um, but we were, yeah, we had to basically just stay there and hope that this didn't like come down on us. <sighs> That's it didn't. Crazy. Um, it came really close and eventually, you know, wrapped yeah. itself up. But it got close to it, and we. I mean, there was a, two tornadoes within a mile. Wow, have you? Uh, what's the what's the largest tornado you've ever seen? Have you have you seen a so so it's still on an F scale of one so, to five? Yeah, so th- so it's called EF now and uh, okay. Fujita, um, but yeah, it's still one to five. Um, I've never seen anything over a th- 
EF3. Yeah. Um, and the only reason is because that's based off of the damage that it causes, not the actual size oh, of the tornado. Really? Yes. Interesting. I did not know that. So I've seen huge tornado, like almost a mile wide. Yeah. But it caused no damage. So and it, it just happens EF0. to be out in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. It was yeah. like in the border of like Kansas and Oklahoma. Sure. That, <laughs> yeah. that had to be like just oh were you awestruck it was my first tornado size? i've ever seen the f yes. oh my goodness i was so you were just disappointed after that after all the others on that trip yes <laughs> we saw actually the, the coolest thing that happened was on that trip we um we were actually in montana and there was no storm activity going on like the whole the whole country like this was the one place that it could possibly happen like all the numbers were low like we we weren't expecting much but we were still going to try right so uh we were up in like literally nowhere montana there's nothing around zero and we lose we're using at the time this was back in 2011 2010 um and we're using verizon wireless cell phone um like internet so oh, God. it goes out right we don't yeah. have service out there and we we're on a storm and we're thinking it could possibly turn into something but we don't really know we lose radar so we can't continue chasing it because yeah. if we lose radar we could you know kill ourselves yeah so, absolutely um we stop we pull over to the side of the road and um there's like an old timey schoolhouse like one one room schoolhouse sitting off to the back we're sitting there and we're all kind of talking and someone just happens to check out the wi-fi and there's a wi-fi at the schoolhouse <laughs> what are the odds i know strange right i'm like it has to be That's like some kind of like start, by the way. scary movies are like drugs this? i don't know <laughs> Uh, well, so the, the reason I ask is because that's absolutely true. Out out west, I would visit family in South Dakota mm -hmm. a lot. Out west, there are these random hilltops that have these one room buildings just sitting. It's like a it's like a building in a tree just sitting on a hilltop in the like in the middle of the plains. No road going to it. I don't know if that's maybe something for hunting. That's maybe a, maybe, but maybe. I don't. This was like yeah. schoolhouse, and it, I mean oh. it was like old. Wow, and it looked abandoned. I mean the. Nothing was really sh like no windows were shattered, no doors were like broken, but it yeah. didn't look like anything was in there. Yeah. Somebody lived there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But there was Wi Fi, and um, we happened to see the only tornado in the whole country that wow. day. Wow. So Interesting. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's dope. That's cool as hell. Um, well, I think that we're uh, getting ready to wrap up here, and I think uh, we had a couple of ideas for songs. Um, but uh, Jesse, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and go with your suggestion. That's yeah. a that's a great one. I think we're going to go out to uh, "Riding the Storm Out." Uh, I'm trying to, or or there's "Riders on the Storm," whichever one. Let, let's do let's do I "Riding think the Storm." She said out. "Riders on the Storm." I did, but that's okay. No. You, if you want to listen to "Riding well, the Storm," uh, oh, go for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, no, I misunderstood. Go, "Riders go on the Storm." That's actually I what I song. wanted to name this episode: <laughs> "Is Riders on, on the, the storm. storm." Yeah, let's do that one. Perfect. Yes. And uh, while this song is loading, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys uh, my dates. First of all, uh, Jesse, did, did you want to go ahead and plug the podcast one more time? Um, yeah, 99th in Maine. We meet every Thursday, talk about local political and events going on in Anderson. Um, check us out. We're we're still fairly new. And um, if we'd love to have guests on if anyone wants to come on and, you know, plug something local and wants to get their name out there. We'd love to have you. Yeah, for sure. Hit them up. Uh, they're on Spotify. Spotify, Anchor. Anchor. Yep. Um, Apple? Yeah. You guys? Uh, no, up I don't there think yet? so. Okay. No. Um, well, yeah. Uh, go check out 99th in Maine. And uh, y'all, uh, Nick, you got anything you want to mention? Any uh, cool stuff? Follow Nick. Where, uh, where are we following you at? If you want to see some interesting stuff, <laughs> um, you can follow my Facebook, Nicholas Wayne Oaks. I always post some interesting stories or at NOx55 post some interesting stuff there too yeah always believe that something is a difference there you go i uh am gonna go ahead and you guys can follow me at uncle buck's house um on all social media you can follow the podcast at uncle buck's podcast um we are now available spotify uh youtube coming soon uh apple podcast and anchor um you can see me doing uh comedy february 14th valentine's day steak dinner and comedy show at kettle top um also february 19th uh kettle top comedy hour and anderson check us out um then february 24th uh bobby t's 
Movies in Lafayette, February 28th, Catch Your Breath Fundraiser at Indie Fringe Theater. Uh, the Sunday show happening at Black Circle Brewing, March 1st, uh, March 14th, The Brian Eagles Lodge in Bryan, Ohio, March 28th, Creatures of Habit Brewing Company, Tony Foxworthy headlining that clean show. And then a uh, big show coming up April 17th at Cornerstone Center for the Arts in Munson, Muncie. I'll be opening up for Chris Kattan. Um, uh, comedy icon of mine. It's going to be a whole, whole lot of fun. So guys, thanks so much for stopping by my house today. Uh, for my co-host Nick, our guest today, Miss Jessica, uh, have a wonderful day and um, Hasta la take vista. care. Yeah. Let your children play If you give this